not only do we emotionally feel better, add to our mental health, emotional health, but we're truly adding to our physical health as we do this kind of gratitude practice. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe, and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits, and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine, and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly, and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. As a practicing family doctor with expertise in lifestyle as medicine, my purpose is to encourage and support you in terms of positive health, personal growth, and all things well-being. As I say, to never stop starting. Each month on a live webinar, I teach learning by doing and learning by being. The why and the how of health enhancing habits, giving you the science as well as support strategies to live with more vitality. I'd like to invite you to join my self-development club. To learn more and to sign up, visit drmarkrow.com. So today in the doctor's chair, I'm delighted to welcome back Liana Leonov from the Global Positive Health Institute. And Liana and I are going to have a conversation today about what I think is one of the greatest of all of the positive emotions and positive psychology interventions, and that is gratitude. Welcome, Well, Liana. thank you for having me, Mark. And I absolutely agree. It is the most studied and the most powerful. Well, what I say about gratitude, Liana, it brings perspective to the past, peace to the present moment, and a profound sense of hope for the future. And, you know, two reflections. Firstly, I often meet patients who say, you know, Liana, um, I feel grateful, but and I say that's good, but there's a big difference between feeling grateful and actually expressing gratitude. And really to get a lot of the well-being benefits, it's about expressing it. And of course, the best way to express gratitude is to actually write it down because you sort of make it very granular and, and you very much make it real when you actually do write it down. Simply writing down three things each day you feel grateful for can be a wonderful way to, you know, reframe your perspective uh, reduce feelings of toxic stress and anxiety and build that emotional bank account with more positivity moving from your head to your heart into Vegas, recharge from stress and so much more. Yes. And uh, a gratitude can be looked at in terms of different aspects of our lives. And so in order to keep it fresh, if we practice gratitude on a regular basis, it may be a good idea, perhaps in, in sitting down and thinking about three good things in our lives and um, in terms of our own um, family and friends and what we're grateful for there in terms of individuals. And of course, also expressing that directly to those individuals, um, but also in order to avoid habituation, because we tend to kind of just naturally mm -hmm. habituate to the same uh, positive activities over and over again um, to uh, mix it up a bit and perhaps uh, not practice it every day, but on a regular basis, once or twice a week and, and think about other areas of our lives. So then another time might be to sit down and think about what we're grateful for in our professional lives and our professional connections. Uh, another time might be to think about 
our beautiful surroundings and where we're able to go or where we're able to, to live in and enjoy nature and how, how we're grateful for those opportunities. So again, just mixing it up really keeps it fresh and powerful. I couldn't agree more, Liana. And I'm reminded of that wonderful writer, Sadie, who once wrote, I bemoan the fact I had no shoes until I saw the man who had no feet. And it reminds me of this wonderful exercise that I call grateful comparison. Now, we all know that comparison is the thief of joy, uh, particularly when you compare yourself negatively to somebody else in terms of what they have or what they're doing in their life. But grateful comparison is a positive comparison. When you become really grateful and appreciative for what you have in your life relative to somebody else. And I remember reading recently that 50% of the world's population currently lives on less than $2.50 a day. So when you realize in the first world just how much people have and how much people have to be grateful for, it's a very humbling idea to really appreciate what you have because we all have so much. So many of us do have so much and to look around and see how we compare to those that don't have as much does help to boost our feeling of gratitude for our lives. And uh, not only that, what, what we're describing there, there's another sort of more um, uh, formal way of talking about that is to lean towards uh, downward comparisons rather than upward comparisons. And particularly these days with social media, Facebook and other places where uh, people mm -hmm. are uh, tending to brag a lot about what uh, they're doing in their lives. Uh, there is that danger of seeing that and seeing that as a kind of upward comparison, comparison to, oh, other people are having so much more fun than I am. And mm -hmm. there have been suggestions in the science that this is really leading to more anxiety, stress and depression, uh, this kind of comparison mm -hmm. on social media. So that's another place for us to be cognizant of that um, and either uh, avoid that or, or look for those other kinds of comparisons uh, where we see how, how much we do have, uh, co again, compared to so many in the world and in our lives. One of the things, Liana, I think that I found really, really interesting and exciting is, you know, the science of gratitude, how research has found that you know, gratitude becomes a U-turn away from the, you know, hardwired, more primitive elements of the brain that are focused on, you know, fear and fear detection and avoidance and, and simply survival and moving it towards, I suppose, heart-based abundance. And, you know, the research from UCLA that has shown that a regular gratitude practice can can change the molecular structure of your brain, increasing the amount of gray matter. And I've really been blown away by the USC Shoah Foundation, who have looked at what can happen if you look at people that are expressing gratitude using these living, breathing fMRI scanners. And what they did was they have a whole library of really, I suppose, shocking stories from the Nazi death camps stories of selflessness and generosity. And, you know, volunteers looked at these videos, they saw the hardship people were experiencing. And then gratitude was, a sense of gratitude was induced by imagining you're in the freezing snow and somebody gives you a warm coat or you're starving and somebody gives you some bread. And then they looked at the changes in the brain and they found that, you know, when gratitude was induced, that specific brain areas were changed, including areas that dealt with fairness and empathy and um, monitoring of your mood and perspective and social connection and stress relief. So, you know, sometimes 
people may think that gratitude is simply about feeling happier or appreciating what you have, but there's a lot more to it than that, isn't it, Leanne? It's very complex. Uh, absolutely. And uh, you've just talked about some wonderful research in gratitude and in, in, in the field of positive psychology, there's a, a lot of uh, gratitude research mm. that's confirming the, the emotional, mental, and physiological, physical benefits of gratitude. But also, as you were talking, I uh, was, what came to mind is that when we are sitting down to look at our worlds, uh, we are in essence, in a positive way, uh, and to see what's good in our lives, we're actually reframing our thinking. And that reframing mm. is actually part of a broader field of psychology, science and practice, which is cognitive behavioral techniques. Uh, so someone in the audience might say, well, what if just gratitude doesn't come naturally? Uh, and so to lean towards sitting back, listening to our self-talk, um, our outward talk and our thoughts and asking, is there another way to reframe what I'm saying that is, if not Pollyanna, super positive, at least is um, giving a chance for the other side. And we're reframing in a more neutral and hopefully more supportive and productive way how we're looking at our circumstances and our world. I think that's a wonderful point, Liana, that idea of reframing, you know, a setback or, or a life challenge through the lens of, you know, growth, meaning connection, new understandings of yourself or your, or your position in the world. And that is the potential that we all have is to, to learn how to see things that little bit differently. And it's not maybe about 180 degrees of, of a change. It's that small little change, as you, as you said, just that little reframing, little readjustment back towards even maybe back towards neutral or slightly tipping the scales in the in in balance in terms of positivity that could, over time can make the world of a difference yes and as you uh, pointed out we we have evidence that that actually creates physical changes in our brains and physical changes in our bodies uh, the, mm. as we experience these positive emotions associated with gratitude and many other positive psychology-based practices, we're boosting our parasympathetic nervous system. Uh, we're boosting that tend and befriend aspect of uh, our, our bodies that is so protective and good for us and lowers our cortisol, the steroids that can be bad factors in our physiology, lowers our blood pressure, lowers our blood sugars. So not only do we emotionally feel better, add to our mental health, emotional health, but we're truly adding to our physical health as we do this kind of gratitude practice. You're so right. I think anything and everything we can do to stop ourselves from marinating in cortisol all day long uh, has to be good. And, you know, it's really interesting, uh, as you highlighted, how a gratitude practice strengthens the immune system, boosting, you know, salivary levels of IgA. And it's so good for your physical health. There's such a seems to be such a strong connection between a regular gratitude practice and better physical health. And I'm curious as to whether it's the gratitude practice supports better self-care and better physical health or are people that are physically healthier more grateful or is it a little bit of both? But whichever it is, there's a very strongly positive correlation, isn't there, between a gratitude practice and overall better health, whether that's physical health or mental health or emotional health or even spiritual health. Yes. And what you're speaking to is that upward spiral of mm. 
lifestyle change and behavioral change, emotional change. So no matter where we start, maybe we're starting with the gratitude and then having the physical benefits and those physical benefits make us feel more positive and we're more likely then to practice gratitude and upward we go. Uh, so in some ways, perhaps it, it doesn't matter from a practical sense, although it'd be interesting to, to look and now, now that you've raised it, I'll look to see if there are long-term studies that show kind of which comes first. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess if there are, that it's showing it going in both directions. And I suppose sometimes it really doesn't matter which comes first in the sense that if it can become a a useful practice for you to bring into your lifestyle or into your sort of your well-being portfolio, let's say. Well, I think that isn't that good enough. Um, sometimes we don't have to find all the science and all the evidence to intuitively know that something is good for us. If our own subjective experience tells us, I feel better, I feel less stressed, I feel less anxious, I feel happier, and I feel more connected to the world around me and to myself and to my key relationships, when I live and look at life through the lens of gratitude. I think that's a great place to start. Yes, uh, it's an experimentation that all of us need to do is to try out different activities such as three good things uh, or other gratitude practice, a gratitude journal, um, expressing gratitude to friends and family, uh, whatever aspect uh, of this particular positive psychology practice, but any practice seem to seems to work for us and ring true to us. Uh, try it out. And if it does, do more of that. If it didn't quite ring true, uh, didn't fit your style, then try something else. Uh, and uh, because unfortunately, we don't have all the science to back up exactly what kind of practices will work with which individuals and which populations. But at the same time, with the Global Positive Health Institute, we're looking as much at that science as possible and nudging that science as much as possible uh, because I'm passionate that this is such an important part of health and needs to be incorporated in health care. And so we need the science to convince our colleagues and healthcare in general that this is serious uh, healthcare practice, is to be talking to our patients as health providers, just like you and I are, about the importance of uh, practices such as gratitude. And I think that's a great word to end our podcast conversation today, Liana, that it is a practice and it's not about being perfect and there is no one size fits all. We're all unique. Your thumbprint is unique to you, just as mine is and everybody listening. So what precisely works for you in terms of your recipe for being well and staying well in the world is yours. And we're just trying to highlight that these positive psychology practices like gratitude for many people can have significant benefits. But ultimately, you got to try it and see for yourself. I echo that. And, uh, and this has been just a lovely conversation. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much, Liana. Chat soon. Bye for now. All right. Take care. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com. Music